only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics, like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading, and overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I am definitely going first, you guys. I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode, but I'm having a very special someone on the podcast today to talk all about our life and how we're doing things. I'm having hot boyfriend on the show, you guys. That's right. He is finally here after two years of knowing each other and him going from being hot neighbor to hot boyfriend to actually not being hot boyfriend for a while, which we are going to talk about on this episode. It was something I never really made a full announcement about, that things were over for a while because I really didn't want them to be over. I wanted us to be back together, so I never made any sort of official announcement saying that we weren't together until we were back together again. And I said, okay, yeah, a lot of you were right who'd been questioning me on Instagram and whatnot. Things had ended, but now they are back. And I am so delighted to not only have him on the show, but have our life headed in a really wonderful direction. And I'm really just excited to bring this conversation to you guys after a long time and a lot of evolution of our relationship to be able to have a really honest and genuine conversation with him about where we are and how we're communicating and how we're doing things and how we're blending families. And I hope that a lot of you will find it interesting if nothing else. And if you want like even that deeper look, we mention it on this episode. But we recently, a couple of weeks ago, did a Patreon live where we did a video live with everyone, hence the live part. And we answered questions and we talked all about the juicy details of how we got back together because it really is it is something. It was really something, you guys. I'm just going to say, when somebody just comes for you and they're like, I figured out what I want and it's you and I'm going to show you, it really swept me off my feet. And there has been follow-up ever since. And so if you want all of those details, that whole story, plus a lot of other fun things that we are doing right now in Patreon, you're going to want to head over there to patreon.com slash livewelltogether. I do lives four days a week where I come on and we talk about all kinds of different topics from skincare to wellness to planning. There's a lot of planning stuff. We're doing a Downton Abbey 
watch along for the next year because <laughs> there's a lot of episodes in Downton Abbey. So we're doing that every week. We have some accountability groups going on and conversations going on within the Facebook group where we're talking about our morning routines and getting back into school and taking on all of that new chaos and challenges that come with a new school year and how to be taking care of ourselves well in the midst of all of that. It's just an awesome community of ladies. We have so much fun. We talk about so many things and I would love for you to come over and be a part of it. So head over to patreon.com slash live well together. Just head over there, see the different offerings that we have. We have everything from a $5 level that still allows you to get in there and see all of those daily lives where you can talk with all the other ladies and all of that to even higher levels where you can get some private coaching from me on planning and different things like that. So again, that's patreon.com slash live well together. I would love to have you come join us, see what it's about, get to know everybody and just have a whole lot of fun. It's just kind of a nice break in the day every day to be able to get together and chat about fun different things like books and movies and what we're wearing this fall all kinds of different things so again that's patreon.com slash live well together and you can also get all the juicy details with me and hot boyfriend but we also have a lot of good stuff that we are talking about on today's episode this is a much longer episode than i normally have but it is packed full of all kinds of goodness, and you really get to hear from him and his heart behind things and get to know him a little bit because I am wanting to bring him into more of what I am doing in this space and on Instagram and hopefully on YouTube. So there is no better place for you all to start to get to know him than on the podcast. So without further ado, here is my hot boyfriend, Nick Morales. Welcome, Nick. Hello. He just said that I speak funny (laughs) when I'm on here. So I'm going to do my best to be very normal with you, okay? I didn't say funny. Not funny. What did you say? I don't speak normal. It's different. It's different. It's production. Well, it is. Yeah. It's a podcast. But once we get into it, we'll be normal here. Okay, you guys. This is Nick. This is... The man in my life this is my boyfriend, and he agreed to come on the show. So here you are. Yes, here I am. He came on Patreon like three weeks ago, I think. Yes. Right around there. So if you guys want the big juicy details, <laughs> you're going to have to come over to Patreon. But we'll give like the glossary version right now, I guess. So we have known each other for two years. And it feels like 10. Wow. I'm just kidding. In a good way. In a good way. There's a lot of history there, though, packed into that two years. Yes. I would say. And we ended up, well, he said before this, well, we took a break, but we didn't know it was going to be a break at the time. We thought it was a breakup, really, in April. Yes. And... Then exactly three months later, that break ended. <laughs> and we're back together. Yay! Yes. But it was rough, rough go there for a while. Also, yes. Yes. You're going to have to expand your vocabulary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> but it Indubitably. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
But it was largely your decision for us to break up in the first place. And then you came back. Do you want to talk about that at all? I just want people to go to Patreon. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was my call. Then it was it was my call uh, to step away, but our call to come back. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that. I think there was a lot of stuff that was going on, just a lot of life stuff, too. Yeah. But I think that for me, which has also been, this also not just in this scenario, but in this situation where we were going through what we were going through in April, um, or for like the time leading up to that, but just also in kind of life, how I've taken on different challenges when th- when times get tough and they get hard, I get quiet and I kind of separate in an effort to remove distraction or um, push push people away that might be able to help. Yeah, is probably like the the big one and trying to put all of my issues or whatever's going on on my back and then just power through. Yeah. Which isn't the best way to go about things. No. No. It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I think we're much more collaborative now. I mean, I think that when we got together, because we've known each other for two years, officially became a couple a little over a year ago. And so last summer, it was very full on. But I think it was different than how th- we're doing things now. I think it's a different approach Sort of, we tried it one way last year and with the kids and throwing everyone together. And I feel like we're just being a little bit more thoughtful this year about how we go about it. Not that we weren't being thoughtful last year, but I think we just have a different perspective on what everybody needs and how to approach each other and each other's kids and the involvement there. And just the communication in general, I feel like we have, I feel like we're being more upfront with each other, maybe, about both the good things and the challenges. Massively. Yeah. And I think that la- la- we, the the old or the 1.0 approach was, yeah, like too much thought. Almost. Yeah. It was, we, and led by me overthinking <laughs> everything into the ground to try to make sure that it was perfect. And I think that with so many of the different scenarios, it was kind of this mixture of my way or the highway or your way or the highway and not, yeah. not by you like arguing to get there, just kind of this, I don't know, admitting to the, like letting the other person just take on that, that section and saying, well, you do that best. Um, yeah. So you take that on, and, our, and I feel I do this the best, so I'm going to take this on. And it doesn't really allow for much collaboration. Yeah. It's almost like running a business with two totally different departments in it. Yeah. That, that communicate by email every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and now it, there's, a, there's a lot more communication, and, and but it's efficient communication. Yeah. Because I think we're on both sides saying the hard things and the good things, like providing both the reassurance, but also 
I think we're getting better at just saying like, okay, this might be uncomfortable, but I'm just going to say what it is I'm thinking right now or say what it is I'm feeling. And I think that when we say that, it kind of gives the other person an openness to what is coming their way. At least that's what I feel like when it doesn't just make me shut down and get into like argument mode of, oh, what's coming that I need to like, I'm going to start formulating my answers to or whatever. I think it helps us to just be able to listen to each other and take in how the other person is feeling or what they're thinking before it becomes something argumentative or that it doesn't need to go to that place because we're actually hearing the other person's heart behind it and what they're feeling and caring about them, which is a different place, like you said, almost operating a business because obviously we live across the street from each other. And so there was a lot of like doing dinners together and that sort of thing. But I feel like even our physical proximity has changed this time. I think there's a lot more openness of allowing each other into our lives more seamlessly instead of like, these are your set times when you can come into my house or, you know, just you said this time, like, you don't have to knock. You can just come in the door, which was a big step for us, I think. Yeah, I think so too. There's, when you're dating, I think is just a challenge in yeah. general, right? And then you mix in that extra dynamic of living across the street and it's really, really nice. And other, at other times it's, <laughs> it, it, it creates, it throws some more obstacles to work through. But yeah. I think that it's all about the perspective and how, and how we look at it and just kind of talking back into the idea of just saying what it is. Mm-hmm. That's, and I, I, and I, I mentioned this before, not on here, but um, (laughs) on Patreon. Yeah. That the, I still preface everything with, I'm going to say the thing just to get it off my chest. And I hope that, or I think that maybe in one day, and if it doesn't, I don't think it's a big deal either, but maybe one day I won't say, I'm just going to get this off my chest. I just got to, I got to say it, but it's a, that's a challenging place for me to get into Yeah, uh, because it's that, that place of vulnerability where a man's not supposed to go. It's got to yeah. be supposed to be tough and nothing bothers you and you, it's fine and everything's fine. And it's when it's really not, and it doesn't yeah. matter how big or small it is. Um, but also, also on the other side of it too, it's, it's being able to say the thing that's on your mind, wherever it's at on the spectrum, whether yeah. if it's, um, you know, some constructive feedback. It's something that upsets you, something that hurts you, something you didn't like, something that you did like. Something like it. It has to be a habit the whole way around. It, it can't. Or else that that phrase, "I need to get this off my chest," is gonna, yeah. put, you know, sink somebody's heart in. Like, oh, yeah. here we go again. Um, or here's another thing, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that it's it's as much as I love the idea of. We're going to share the thing. I got to say the thing that's on my chest, get it off. Uh, as much as I love the idea of just being open to hearing it right away and being like, oh, okay, this, this is the thing that you're saying. Um, that part's still a challenge too, yeah. you know, because it works both ways. And yeah. just because I'm going to say something to get it off my chest doesn't mean that it's not going to sit on you for a little bit. Yeah. And so being able to practice that I actually mean that I'm going to say this to get it off my chest and then my actions will follow suit. Yeah. Is I think been big too, because 
Um, in the past, I know we've had moments where I could share something and then it, I, even if I shared it, I didn't change the behavior didn't change. I was still bothered about that. And so if I'm going to release that from me, then I don't want to release it to place it on you, but I want to release it so that you know how I'm feeling, however silly or or serious it could be. Um, but then I have to let that go, but also we've added it to a ledger or whatever it is. That's like, okay, yeah, this thing happened. She doesn't like that. Or he doesn't like that. Let's navigate through that differently next time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that it's been a tool for us to be able to utilize, to hear each other. But, but also I think we both had been holding on to a lot of things over time last year to the point where I don't think we were, either of us were being our best selves or necessarily even showing up authentically because like, I know I just kind of shut things down and wouldn't say things or wouldn't be who I am just because I was tiptoeing around or trying to like see what the reactions would be like or whatever. But even for me to just say like, this is how I'm feeling right now, or this is what I'm needing. I think that's a, especially a hard one for me because I've just learned largely to deal with stuff myself or to not need things or whatever, but to be really honest about, no, I do need this or, you know, and to feel like it wasn't going to be shut down by you or you were actually hearing that and going to be responsive to it. Like that's been huge for me to feel like even a valid part of the relationship. Like it's not just you heading up the relationship and calling all the shots and like this is how it's going to go and almost you even determining what my needs are allowed to be but me being able to say no I need this or I want this and that's okay right and you hearing it and responding to that even if it's harder for you like I'm a words person and words aren't necessarily like your first thing to come out, but I feel like in the way that we're communicating now, I don't know if it's easier for you, but it's present more. Yeah. I I think that it's comes down to effort. Yeah. Right. The, the, there's, there's quite a few things that I know how to do just as I've gone through life and learned how to do and picked up on. And I always been proud of myself for being able to learn things pretty quickly but it always was determined on how much effort I needed to put into it. Yeah. Right. And so it's not so much that words are a challenge. It's just putting the effort into making that a priority. Yeah. Right? And then if the effort is there, then yeah, you know, it'll, 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 it'll come with results. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it takes the effort of not just doing it, but paying attention to when it, when it's needed. Um, yeah. and even the, the back and forth writing that we have. You know, yeah. That it's, that's something a, I wanted to bring up too. We have a journal. Yes. Yeah. And it's been, I, I it's, it's stuck on my side now for, for a little bit of a time and <laughs> yeah. I, and I've uh, moved it several times to put it in front of me as a reminder to, Hey, get, do, the do this, do this, yeah. do this. Um, and then I was cleaning and I moved it to a spot and then I think it was, the, yesterday, the day before that I saw it, I was oh, I got to get back to it. Um, but not because it's a task 
like I'm checking off a box of something that, oh, I have to get this done today and I'm going to take the trash out and, oh, I got to write in the book. No, it's like I want to do it. Yeah. And even the, I think it was one of, one of the things I wrote in there was I'm not going to overthink this because yeah. then I will do that yeah. if I don't write the perfect thing, if it doesn't set, come off the best way possible, if it doesn't have a sonnet, you know, yeah. <laughs> scripted yeah. in there, then it's not going to, it won't be good enough. Yeah. And so just being able to take action to do it, just do it. Yeah. is, is, is another big part of it too. So it's, it's putting an effort and then not getting lost in my own hyper self-critical place of has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. Yeah. Right. Ladies, if I say the word hormones and your ears perk up because something's going on with yours, because let's face it, most of us have sort of ongoing things that are changing and happening with our hormones, whether it's PMS to premenopausal symptoms to whatever it is, we all deal with these fluctuations all throughout our life. It's just part of being a woman. Well, if you are dealing with any of these things, then you need Bonafide. They create proprietary natural medical products that have earned the uncompensated recommendation of over 8,400 doctors to their patients on an ongoing basis. They were created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve these symptoms that accompany these hormonal fluctuations within our bodies because we all deserve relief without compromise. Whether you are dealing with vaginal dryness or hot flashes, night sweats, itching, thinning hair, aging skin, they have got something for you. One of their brand new products that I have actually been trying out is called Silvessa. It is the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by by estrogen decline from the inside out. So I take a daily capsule, I use a hair serum and a skin serum, and combined, they help me to have healthier looking hair and skin. They're formulated with hyaluronic acid to visibly improve skin texture and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. I love that. And they promote fuller, thicker, healthier hair. All of their products are non-prescription, they're effective, they're sourced naturally, they're clinically validated, safety and quality are their top priority, they're endorsed by doctors, and they have helped over 333,000 women. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first order when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use the promo code livewell. That's hellobonafide.com slash livewell and code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for our special offer. For best prices and free shipping, go directly to the Hello Bonafide slash livewell website. This is a special offer for livewell anyway listeners, so check it out and use the promo code livewell. We will also have a link in the show notes. And we should mention you're a one. <laughs> so a very good one. A very good one. <laughs> My, Excellent one. I, I could be the best one. Okay. <laughs> But you you do. You want it to be perfect in a, on a lot of different fronts. And I think that's one of the things, kind of like what we're saying in this conversation, is the not overthinking it and the just doing it and allowing it to be just what it is and that that's enough and that's okay and it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that has broken down a lot of barriers for us, for it to just be able to be real and raw and 
in some ways, I think it has, maybe it's just from my side, but made us more endeared to each other because it is just the real and the raw. And yeah, I think that's been a really good thing. I do too. Removes a lot of the excess gunk away. Yeah. And I think that seeing you say the things or say that you need something or that you want something is uh, that's really important to me. And I think that for a long time I would notice that you weren't. Oh, and, and that would sit with me, but not in a way of, I would say you got to do the things you got to, you need to do this stuff for, but I wasn't acting. I wasn't showing that. Yeah. Right. Or that, um, I, I could say that, I don't, I don't demand perfection of other people. I don't, I, I don't, it doesn't have to be done perfectly if you just do it. But if I'm not showing that, yeah, then it, it, I could see how it would be interpreted that, especially if I was to take everything or, um, insert task, you know, I, yeah. I, and I have to, oh, I overthink it and have to do it, um, a certain way. And so I don't allow other people to do those things. Yeah. Then that's also showing them that once I do, ask somebody for help with something, anybody, you, the kids, a friend, then they might think that, oh, well, I got to do this a specific way. And if I don't, then Nick's not going to be happy. And that's not a place that I want anybody to be in or feel like. Yeah. But it's realizing that there was this a lot. There was the night that we came back or that I came back that I, I describe it as like, a dream of like just getting hit with thoughts and realizations that were influenced, of course, from, you know, um, but at the end that is, is being able to not just think that because I say something to somebody, they're going to understand that as, as fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the actions behind it that, that, that really make that happen. And it's not, it sounds so simple if you say like if you tell somebody oh I'm gonna do I'm gonna go work on the car or something then you go work on the car right it's it's the oh how would you explain it the inadvertently happenings upon other people of of saying something but you're demonstrating it differently yeah you know don't you don't use curse words and then I use a bunch of curse words and nobody's yeah. you know that's just gonna follow them. so it's so easy to think about it in that light but for me to try to understand that in all these different ways that I was kind of approaching just life, you know, even relationships with the kids, our relationship. Yeah. It's, it's been, I think really good for us, Mm -hmm. but also good for all my relationships and myself as well. Yeah. And I think that it was good for me to realize, because like you were saying, like there had to be the actions along with what you were saying. And there were certain things that when you came back that night and I kind of pressed back on, well, but do you even want the same things as I want? And these are things that I really want to do or I want to be a part of. And I don't know that you want to be a part of them. And to hear from you, no, yes, I I do. I actually do want those things. I've just been holding myself back from them. But then now seeing you follow through on them, because like you're saying, you could have easily been like, no, yeah, I want to, you know, like get together with your family or whatever. But then if it doesn't happen, then is it real? Right. But then when you actually do, then it's like, okay, yeah, no, he's, he's here. He's in it. He means it. And that's been huge for me 
and just, I think we both were coming back with some trust things like, do, is this really what you want? And that kind of thing. But then seeing it play out over time allows that comfort level to come back and that, that trust to be there, which has been great. <laughs> I think it's been great yeah. too. That, that Then trust, when it really comes down to it, trust is a choice. Yeah. You know, it is earned. Yeah. But at, at, no matter what, at, at, at a beginning point of as soon as you, you have to decide to trust somebody. Yeah. They can't pay for trust with, you know, yeah. these different actions that eventually fill up the bucket of trust. Yeah. Um, it just, the trust becomes stronger Yeah, as time goes. But it's, so I think that, um, make, I, you know, making that conscious decision of just not, that's not even a question. Just that, that is what that is, you know, the trust is, and that's, yeah. you know, and, but also trusting myself that I'm, yeah. you know, taking these actions. Yeah. Well, and I think both of us are at a place right now where we're both wanting to work on things in ourself and ourselves, 100%. you know, as well. So I think that pertains to it too. And that we're both supporting each other in those things that we're doing and being honest about our own personal struggles that, I mean, obviously our own personal struggles are going to end up impacting the relationship in some way, but there are also things that we ourselves are just dealing with and being able to be honest about those things and vulnerable about them and share them with each other, I think has been another big change in our relationship and our, our level of emotional intimacy and intellectual intimacy is just like really talking about those personal struggles. Yes. It's, Still hard. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, well, vul- yeah. That, vulner- that vulnerability is, is, uh, it, that was, that's been, you know, a, a pretty consistent yeah. hurdle to get over. Not massively difficult, but it is, a, it is a place for me. I know that when those moments come of, you know, stepping into vulnerability, there's still that place in my mind that's like, whoa, that's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. And you, you, you better watch out. Um, but that's all based on, you know, past life stuff and, yeah. you know, and, and be, being able to push through that and then also identifying what's the belief that I have behind that. You know, why is it that I think that if I'm going to be vulnerable, this horrible thing is going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's a choice too, that I'm making to believe yeah. that, when I think that, and so it's, it's changing that. So when the thought does come in that, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, then I just tell that person to be quiet. Yeah. And I think it's been a really good and important thing for us, especially as we move forward. I think that's been another thing, especially for me, <laughs> probably because I'm very like future focused and always like yes, dreaming <laughs> <laughs> and looking at the next thing and the thing down the road. And I think that has been an obstacle for us in the past because I am very future focused and it takes a lot of effort for me to be just right here, right now. And, but even for me being able to be honest with you about that or the frustrations I have and like, I want to be on step seven and we're on step two or, you know, like being able to be honest with you about that. But then us also like doing a little bit of dreaming together about the future or just even saying things about the future, I think that in and of itself has a part in trust because it's like, oh, the other person's thinking 
that's not just going to like end or like they, they can visualize their life with me in five years down the road or whatever. I think that's been, it's been important to me anyway. And it's been nice for me to hear those things. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Glad we, glad we could see through that one. All right. (laughs) I, 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 I enjoy it as well. I enjoy it as well. But it's, it comes with everything. Yeah. I think it is, we've stepped into things just differently this time around. Like, okay, we're, we're in it. And I think that you give a different level of reassurance this time around too, which has been helpful for me as a words person of like, I just need to hear it. I just need to hear you're, you're still in this. And my daughter just vomited all over your <laughs> kitchen. Like We're still good. Uh, a lot. She did a lot. <laughs> She's very good at that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was not good. No. But no. but yeah, you you did that, and that was, or you continue to do that, which is helpful for me, especially this like second time around, this two point version. But I think we're doing things differently as families too, and as. With the kids and whatnot, and even just some of the things we've done are the planning, like you being willing to step into planning with me. And that is something, I don't know, I mean, I think that when you're in a good place, obviously you go to a seven on the Enneagram, which is very, like, spontaneous and And fun. fun. It is fun. fun. But I'm like, I want to know what's happening and what's going on. And that was something I think I really tried to kind of like squelch in the past of like, no, it's okay. You don't really need to know. You can wait for him to say like, okay, now. And like, okay. But I am much like I thrive. I do better when I have like a little bit of foreknowledge about what's coming, even if it needs to shift, like just to kind of have the plan in place. And you've been much more on bored with that this time to the extent of having a massive whiteboard in your house that we put our weekly plan and weekly schedule on and we figure out our meals and what everybody's doing and everybody's appointments and activities and everything. And I think that was a good step for us because it kind of forces us to come together and look at our time and be... what's the word? Words are escaping me today, which isn't great as a podcaster. (laughs) Intentional about when you're going to go to the gym and when we're going to spend time together and when we're going to do certain things with the kids. And I think we are able to be more thoughtful about that right now. But I also think the unintended, not necessarily unintended, but a big consequence of that is the kids have really latched onto that as well. Unintended reward? Yeah, that's a better word. Thank you. (laughs) That should Um, be a podcast. Yes. (laughs) But um, they, I mean, pretty quickly, they took to looking at that calendar and immediately relying on it and seeing what was there. And I think it also gives them perspective because they're not all here all the time and they're not all here together because we have this wacky parenting schedule. And so for them to see what's happening when they're not here, I think is important too, because I think 
when they're gone, they kind of just think, like, the world stops on the other side. Right. But it gives them this perspective that, oh, yeah, things things continue going, and it doesn't mean we don't love you, but life keeps moving, and these right. are the things you do when you are here. And I just think it's given a different picture of things all the way around. Yeah, I, de- I, definitely, I definitely do as well. Yeah, the, on the other side of that, when kids see, like, oh, yeah, you had tacos on Friday? Without yeah. me, yeah, and like, yeah, and they were special tacos. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually the best tacos that we've ever made. Yeah, <laughs> that, get, just getting into the planning was you know, tough. To, yeah, that first that first night, and you, know, you were so excited. You had <laughs> you had all the different colors of markers, and you, you we cleaned off some of the area and the space, and you, you had a clean slate to work from, and your eyes were <laughs> glowing. <you know. laughs> And you're smiling, and and I, I and for me, it, the planning stuff is just I'm not very good at it, and so that's a place of vulnerability of yeah. being able to sit through that and and not focus so much on myself. Um, and I think that in the past, when it would come to stuff like that, if I felt like I wasn't up to par, yeah. then I would just say, Ah, you. You, you do it. You yeah. take care of it, right? Um, and then that, that, maybe that it was me trying to hide that I wasn't good at it. Uh, but then just being honest and saying I'm not good at it. Um, but still participating is huge. Yeah. Because if I just say, hey, you go, you plan it, um, then that's not fair. Yeah. You know, um, to anybody, really. And then yeah, what are you supposed to do? Just come to me with my own schedule? You know? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really Here work. You go. Right. And, um, and I think it's been good to put that into practice and know that well, also when Sunday Sunday comes it's yeah time to kind of recalibrate and stuff's always going to happen and yeah. you know I am a one so when seven days hit then it's seven all day and you, know, you never know yes. <laughs> uh, but still taking into account that there's there's stuff to plan for and I think that's been helpful for me and I've, I've had that whiteboard for so long and this yeah. is the first time ever that it had a calendar on it once but it didn't last very long. Yeah. And we're going on a few weeks now of it being really consistent. And even when there are days where we don't have a lot going on, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, well, that is a free day that we can do whatever with. And whether we do anything or not, like, it's okay if there's nothing planned. And right. everybody needs to be on board with it's okay if we're just all chill and around our neighborhood and not planning a bunch of stuff. We don't have to be go, go, go all the time. Like that's okay too. Ladies, it's go time. It's officially back to school. We are in the trenches of either getting everything ready to go back to school in just a couple of weeks, or many of you are already back to school already. And what does that mean? It means that we have to uptick our planning efforts because there's so much that we're all juggling, so much that's going on. We have to really be on our game. And the number one thing that makes a difference to me in my day in relieving stress is knowing what we're having for dinner and 
and all the other meals, really, and I can plan all of that out with Plan to Eat. It is my hands down absolute favorite website, software, app that you can utilize to be able to plan out everything that your family is eating. I love that I can put in the recipes that my family actually likes and knows and loves. It's super simple. I just copy the website, put it in. It auto-populates everything, even with pictures for me. I can really simply change the number of servings that I want to make, which also then reflects in my shopping list that it has. We've got a lot of people over here, and it's always changing the numbers of children we have every night. And so it's really helpful for me to be able to say, oh, we have, you know, six people here tonight, or we have three people here tonight, and I can change and get the exact quantities that I need to make. That's a super useful tool for me. But with back to school, I think the number one thing about plan to eat, aside from the ease of always having my shopping list with me and being able to change those quantities and knowing what's in my freezer and quickly add all my recipes, the number one thing is being able to make menus. You guys, I can do all my planning. I can plan out, you know, four weeks of meals, six weeks of meals, save those as menus, and then I just repeat them over and over and over again all throughout the year. It simplifies my life so much I don't have to reinvent the wheel every time I need to sit down and start meal planning. In fact, what I will often do is sit down with a month and just say, okay, these are all the kinds of meals that I need to have on Mondays. They need to be crockpot meals every Monday. And I will go in and I will plug in four crockpot meals in a row. I'll just drag and drop the recipe right onto the date. And then I think, okay, Tuesday, I've got a little bit more leeway. I've got a little bit more time. I need those kinds of meals. And I'll plug in four Tuesdays. It makes my planning go so fast to begin with. And then when I can save those as menus and then just drag and drop the whole menu onto a week throughout the rest of the year... I have saved myself so much time and energy and sanity because when my kids ask what's for dinner, I can tell them. I'm not going to get to four o'clock and not have the groceries I need or not know what I'm going to do for dinner because I've thought through it. I've been able to go and simply order my groceries or go grab what I need when I'm on the go because I have my shopping list. It just completely simplifies my life and removes so much stress. I know it's going to do the same for you. And if you have any questions about using Plan to Eat, I would love to chat with you about it. So go to plantoeat.com slash livewell. On that page, it will make you my friend automatically as you're signing up. You can get 30 days free to try out all the bells and whistles, and then you can get 30% off a yearly subscription. That's an amazing deal that's only available to my listeners. So go to plantoeat.com slash livewell, become my friend. We can share recipes and menus and everything. Get 30 days free and 30% off a year-long subscription. You're gonna love it. Chat with me about it. If you have any questions, I would love to help you out. But plan to eat. It's going to be a game changer for you this fall. You know, it was also interesting with the with the planning thing Mm -hmm. is and it's kind of like this across the board. But there's I think there's these different moments where you're really you're really good at a lot of things. But (laughs) for me to, to step into that and you take the lead, there's also this other side of it, too, because. I do overthink things and I do want to be good at things, but there's also this, um, I have to, I have to tell myself to stay in my lane (laughs) because with the planning thing, you, that's, you know how to do that very well. You Mm -hmm. know, you studied, you got high scores and study skills and and I did not. 
So um, it's kind of, I still have to, I have to stay in my lane, but there's been times where I looked at the whiteboard and I'm staring at it and I'm like, oh, I should put up a grid and draw lines and do this stuff. And that's not going to do anything for it. If anything, (laughs) I I need to, I got to stay in my lane. And so I can put that energy somewhere else that's going to be beneficial and leave that leave, let you lead that. You know, and, not and, that you can't have input. No, <laughs> you see some. No, but see that uh, uh, you you're good at it, and you have a process that works, right? Yeah. And I I I will overthink and over idea something, and, yeah, and, until it dies. Yes, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and it might. It's almost like if you uh, if you're doing a piece of artwork and you're drawing or painting. I, I don't know how many times throughout my life where I've had something put together and I, it looked beautiful and I got, it looked exactly how I wanted it to look, but I couldn't put it away <laughs> and I'd keep drawing or keep painting on it. And then eventually it just became this thing that wasn't what it was. And I needed to just stop, yeah. you know, and let that live. And that's, that's uh, been good for me to practice that with, you know, the planning is yeah. just like, let you, she's amazing at it. Let her take lead. And, you know, I'll follow and support. And then that practicing that filters out into other things too. Yeah. And I think that is indicative of other things about our relationship and our personality too, because yes, I'm good at the planning, but I tend to be the person who's just like, okay, let's just jump into it. Just do the thing. And you're much more the, hold on, you're the brakes, like, let's think through things and whatever. And there was a song that you sent me two years ago, and there's a line in the song that says, I'll be the dangerous ledge, you be the parachute. (laughs) And I think that is very much, like, who we are. Like, sometimes I push you towards the dangerous ledge a little bit, but also you, like, are that parachute to be like, okay, wait, yeah, let's, let's slow down a little bit. And there's times when I think it's frustrated both of us on either side. Like you probably going, can't you just slow down? And me going, can't you just get moving? Right. But I think in a lot of other ways, it's a good dynamic between the two of us. Like as frustrating as it can be, I think it's also been good for me to slow down in certain circumstances and be able to pause or think through things. And I think it's been good for you to be pushed some of the time to do things that you want to keep overthinking before you get into. If you say so, that's good. It takes balance. It's, it's, you know, yin and yang or not complete opposites, of course, but there's the strengths and weaknesses and match them up. And, um, yeah. and of course it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. There's going to be times where you're going to say, just do it. And then yeah. it, <laughs> boom, it's bad and sad. Yeah. Um, but there's also gonna be times where it's just do it and it's fantastic. Yeah. So, but it's, it's working through that ebb, ebb and flow and also not l- striving for this constant perfection of yeah. can't, we can't, we're not allowed to make mistakes. We, you yeah. know, the, um, everything's gotta be, fantastic for the kids and they have to see this like modeling of what a perfect yeah life is like you know and, yeah. and it's that's just not fair yeah that's not, that's that, that we 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 have to be able to show them that we're human and yeah. that's that was a tough thing I, you've tell yeah. me that for a long time and i i had i just had it stuck in my mind that no i have to be this model of, of yeah. perfection for them and and i can't falter and i can't have 
there's no days off and yeah you know but also at the same time the when it came to planning stuff and there was a lot of other stuff that was going on in life that would pull me yeah. out of nowhere. It's time, yeah. it's time got to go do this now. And, yeah. um, that since has calmed down, which, yeah, you know, it's helped, but also that can't be an excuse because if, if stuff was to ever happen and yeah. it had, and it had to be, you know, those sort of situations again, where something happens, got to go. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that we still can't plan. Yeah. You know, that, that just participating in something like that is, it, takes the effort and the actions yeah Yeah. it's it's a lot easier than anything that i created in my mind any scenario that i've developed that (laughs) yeah (laughs) created this nightmare of a situation that just wasn't real yeah yeah and i think that getting past some of that and us just being more authentic and like you saying not holding up to perfection and being honest it's helped us to be more affectionate and relational even in front of the kids which I think is something that we both want for all of them we both want for them to see what a relationship like this looks like when two people really love each other and are there for each other and wanting to collaborate together and that we're not perfect but we're doing our best to keep doing it together and keep coming back together and allowing them to see that in us and I think that that has been a not that we weren't affectionate before and stuff, but I think it's different now. hundred percent. Yeah. There's a whole other level or layer of naturality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like being together and them being like, oh, yeah. And that was something, I mean, even the first night that we were all back together. And so they were really seeing us kind of being more like that and to have your son, Anthony, say, like, oh, you guys are a cute couple. <laughs> it was, like, yeah. a moment, something you wouldn't have expected out of all of the kids. <laughs> for right. the one to say that to be him right. was a big deal. Huge. He's he's the um, the Tasmanian devil, the, yeah. the bowling ball. The, um, even just, what was it, two days ago, we come walking out of the house, all the kids are playing outside, and are come right down the driveway and hey dad look at this and he's flying <laughs> yeah. down the road sit, standing on the bicycle seat yeah um and you, my you know that's that's who he is. my heart skips a beat and it's this at one side of it you know it's like oh that's cool but yeah. at the other side it's like no get yeah. off of that we, yeah you're gonna break your head open yeah why don't you just go for a walk yeah <laughs> but that that same sort of oh grit determination passion uh curiosity that he has that drives him to do yeah. you know even rebellion you know yeah. that drives him to make those sort of decisions are the ones that 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 really benefit him yeah and, for like, sure. and a lot of other ones but he's definitely the, the he would you would never have guessed that anthony would have said anything like that yeah um and also in the, in the truck we were driving back and i and we were t- I was talking to, we were talking about it i brought it up to them and let them know like, Hey, this is what was happening. And Anthony's eyes just lit up in the, in the mirror. And that was, that was pretty cool. That was really cool to see, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's been, uh, vocal about it. And it, I think that, and I'm going to go off on two different things here, but I think that seeing that in him, I think that he enjoyed it. He, he loved that, that we were back together and made him feel yeah. warm you yeah. know, in, inside. Uh, but it also highlighted something to me that, the the breakup hit him a lot harder than yeah 
he then he put on. Yeah. And so and that and because you don't have one without the other, you don't really light up like that if you didn't have some of the down part too. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that's I think that 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 you know that was good for for me to be able to see you know mm-hmm. kind of understand him a little bit deeper. Yeah. Then, and were you going to say something else? I was, and okay. you interrupted me. I'm so sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, this, go. this is your show. No, go. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. No, you didn't. Um, I had I had it there, but. Sorry. To be honest with you, I, I was forgetting it <laughs> as I was finishing the first part. <laughs> It'll come back to you. It It'll will. come back to you. But, I mean, sort of on the same note that my youngest, Ellie, is, I think, out of all of the kids, it was kind of, I felt like she was the most like, oh, yeah, you guys are together, you know, whatever, you know, kind of like, it wasn't that she didn't care, but it didn't seemed to mean as much to her as other kids or whatever. And this time around, like, it was the same sort of, like, when I told her we were, we had just gone in the grocery store because we had just picked her up, and she, like, came unglued, was like, what? Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited! And was just, like, ready to burst by the time she got back into the truck with you guys. And seeing her even now, I think that... It seems to mean more to her this second time around, where it was something that she did feel was absent from her life. Like, I don't know that the first time it felt as like, oh, this really means something to me, because she hadn't gotten to know you as well yet and everything. But now it's like her having it back. She tells me all the time how close she feels to you and how excited she is for our families, like not just for us, but all of us together and that's been really cool to see her have this different response to it and see how much it's meaning to all of them in different ways. But now I forgot what I was going to say. No, I had something good. <laughs> You'll remember it. I'll remember it. I I think it's it's that way for everybody. Yeah. Right? This, this, this uh, I guess, this quote-unquote second time around. Yeah. Um, step by step. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know that during that time of separation, you know, there was a lot of feels for everybody. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, I think that definitely for us, we feel we, we had the absence and then we, we came back together. And I know all the kids were feeling that, too, because there was a lot of separation there as well. Yeah. You know, even just being across the street. Yeah. But still, just the amount, like, it doesn't take much. Yeah. You know, you could be in the same house and feel like you're yeah. across the country from somebody. So, um, you know, the, there was a lot of separation from for everybody that was involved. But those like last two weeks that were leading up into you know the night that I showed that I showed yeah. up, there was a lot of involvement from the kids, especially Ellie. Ellie was out there yeah. playing basketball, you know, with me when yeah nobody, nobody was. else was. No, yeah, so so you know, and so like you know, little pieces like that, and it just started to kind of. Yeah. Everybody is starting to come around, you know, and mm-hmm. hang hang out separately. Yeah. Almost, you know, like it was, they wanted, they wanted, you know, my mm-hmm. kids wanted you. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't there, you know, and then your kids wanted me, but you weren't there. Not as, yeah. you know, just weren't yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so I think for kind of everybody coming back together, they're, they're feeling that. And I remembered what I was going to say the second part. Okay. And it, it ties into this part pretty cool. Good. Uh, I think that. For all the kids too, you mentioned that the first night when everybody's hanging out and they see us hanging, mm-hmm. they see us hanging out. And one of the things that I had said to you, and I've said to multiple people, that you know, it, it's it, 
you'll see. Yeah. You'll see in the actions. You'll see in my actions. Um, and whether if somebody agreed with our decision or disagreed with the, our decision, of course, you, you always want everybody's blessing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can understand why somebody could look at our situation and say, oh, I don't know if that's the best idea. Yeah. And while I can understand that I disagree with it, I, yeah. I, agree, I can agree with it wasn't good with what was where it was going. Yeah. But I know where it could go. Yeah. And I know how much effort that I was lacking on my side. And I also know how much, how different the, the, the dynamic is when both people are putting in effort. Yeah. You know, if you can't insert uh, yeah. metaphor there. Yeah. Something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Two people can't push a thing up a thing when yeah. one side's yeah. going the different direction. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you, you're moving a couch. There yeah. you go. Uh, so it doesn't matter if, if, if you're not, if I'm not put, putting in my, my effort then, or my side of the effort, then it, we're not, it's not going to go anywhere. And it's not always going to be 100 and 100. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's going to be 75, 125. Sometimes it's going to be 150 to 50. You never know. I mean, yeah. with what I got going on with the knee, you know, yeah. that's, that, that can impact stuff yeah. pretty drastically for a little bit. Um, but also just being deliberate and, and sticking with that thought process that, that I put in the concrete of, you know, you, you, you might not, you might not agree, but you'll see, you know, the actions will show. And I think that that's, that does across the board, it will, Mm -hmm. you know, it it will. And I think that it's happening and that it will continue to happen. It won't take much to, to show different, Yeah, you know, for everybody, for the kids, you know, it's not going to take much for them to. You know, I see something happen and then think, you know, go to that, that feeling of dread or sadness or worry and concern that, that I believe that a lot of people were kind of in and out of for a while. Yeah. Um, and so it's important to make sure that the, those actions are, are happening as, as consistently as possible. Yeah. Going to make mistakes. Yeah. Going to make mistakes, you know, yeah. but being able to, um, come back around and, and recover from that is is huge. The, the, the yeah. stuff with Emmy the other day. Yeah. You know, being frustrated about that, but then being able to come back around and have a conversation, yeah. you know, is, is, is really, really good. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of a blanket approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blanket approach, but not a blanket approach. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is kind of like seeing everybody in their individual process through all of it. But also us just seeing each other and being in it differently together. And while there are those things where we're all, we're going to mess up and we're going to whatever, just at least having that basis of the different kind of communication that we're having, I feel like helps nip a lot of those things oh, yeah. in the bud way mm-hmm. faster before they get blown up or even more. Bef- so then before they get blown up, us just retreating and coming up with our own narrative about what's going on instead of actually talking to each other about it. It was like even just yesterday, I had been trying to get stuff done around the house and making this dinner and everything, and I come over to your house, and it wasn't that anything was going necessarily horribly wrong. It was just I was trying to take on too much, and I was getting emotional about it, and like I knew I shouldn't be emotional, but I was emotional. I think a lot of times I would just kind of like shut down about it when I was around you and not really like say, this is 
this is why I'm upset or whatever, which could have very easily made you think I was upset with you or whatever. And so going over there and having you just be like, do you want to talk about it? Talk to me about it. And so me just being like, I'm just emotional and I'm tired and I've been trying to get this stuff done. And for you to be like, let's just take a break. Let's sit down together for five minutes, which turned into, you know, 20 or whatever. But for us to just sit down and connect and you be like, it's okay. It's okay if dinner's not done right now. And like, nobody's going to even notice. Let's just like take this break together was so meaningful to me. I could get choked up talking about it right now. (laughs) But like, it was so meaningful to me to have you just like, see me and care and listen and for us just to take that break together and and then pick back up and get back to life and get through the next two hours of the kids being up and you know we know we have to keep moving with life but just seeing each other better and acknowledging those things and being there for each other I think is making a big difference yes Okay, ladies, we are going to take just a minute to talk about an eco-conscious fashion brand that I have been working with lately that I'm super excited about because not only do they create really beautiful products that I really like wearing, but they're also environmentally conscious. So let me tell you a little bit about Bedstew. Bedstew is a family company that creates handcrafted and eco-conscious products using recycled, renewable, organic, and reused materials, all while reducing waste. Their philosophy is simple, to create high-quality products that are made to last using only the most natural ingredients, making them better for you, their workers, and our planet. Each bedstew piece begins with only the highest quality clean leathers, and rather than using harsh chemicals such as chrome or formaldehyde to preserve the leather, their leathers are prepared using natural tannins such as tree bark and leaves, in turn reducing the amount of waste and chemicals in their water runoff. They've been really innovative in some of the products that they're creating, so much so that they even have some of their shoes that are resolable so that you can keep keep reusing them and you don't have to keep adding waste to the landfills. And because their products are so high quality and so long lasting, you also don't have to replace your shoes as often as you otherwise would. Their beautiful bags are also such a high quality that you can get a ton of wear out of them and they still look just as amazing. I received a beautiful new work bag from them that I will be using, especially as we go into this fall and I go work at coffee shops and that sort of thing. It's perfect for fitting my computer and my iPad into. And I got a super cute pair of sandals that I am absolutely loving. They're a little bit bohemian and really fun. And I will be showing all of those on Instagram. So make sure that you're following over there so that you can see all of those products in action. Bedstew is just the perfect company to go to if you want high quality shoes and bags that are going to last you a really long time. Plus, they're good for the environment. They're good for you. You don't have to worry about any of those chemicals. And they're handmade in a true cobbler craftsmanship fashion. So head over to bedstew.com and use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your order of some really fun new pieces that you could wear this summer or this fall. They're the perfect addition to any wardrobe, and I know you're going to love them. So again, go to bedstew.com and use the code LWA20 for 20% off. (laughs) thank you i I really i'm putting a lot of focus in trying to to validate how you're feeling uh, without and 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 it stops there (laughs) that's that's, that's what i I, you know because i i for i don't know how long in my life if if you would have come to me and said that you have something going on then i will listen to you but then i want to 
give advice. Yeah. And it's, oh, That's you, it. this thing is this thing is happening. Okay, we'll do this. It's so black and white. Take you know, take the advice and fix the thing. Yeah. Um, and then I then taking it personally. If you yeah. don't, right? Yeah. And what does that say about me? Well, th- that's that says a lot more about me than does anybody else. Why is why am I making it my mission to to yeah. solve something that you you're upset about, right? Yeah. And so that has to that become you have to I have to separate that, remove whatever it is, and not come to you with a bunch of solutions when you're frustrated about how much you might not have gotten done, yeah. Um, or you know, however the night might go. Um, and so la- la- when that happened last night, I, I didn't think of how can I solve this for you. Yeah. It was really just taking a break. Yeah. You know, and 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 I think that for um both of us it was good because you were able to step away from that space that you yeah. were, you know, um building up around yourself and uh it was good for me because then I was able to connect with you. Yeah. And and step away from my own little space that was, you know, yeah. that I was building into. Um and I'm glad that that it helped you. It did. And I, I think I even say that sometimes too in the conversations I'll say I want to I'll say, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a difficult time right now because I want to validate how you feel yeah. and, I don't, and I don't want to do this other thing. And yeah. so I'm trying to communicate what I'm trying to communicate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, to be careful because it's, it's very, because in time, I think that, well, maybe not, you know, I, I hope that even 15, 25 years from now, it's still just, you know, communicating and how, however yeah. we feel best in that moment. But it's, it, I don't want to step on your toe, you know, yeah. in a conversation and, and, and give you this, or influence a thought process or a feeling that, uh, oh, you, you, you're, I'm not listening or yeah. I'm not taking you seriously or, you know, yeah. whatever it is that you're upset about, you know, yeah. like you like stepped on a flower on the way over and you're like, ah, <laughs> I you lose my mind. You know, it's, that's, I might not lose my mind if I step on a flower, but we're different people. And that's, why we yeah. work out well because if we were the same people yeah. <laughs> it would be crazy um but just being able to say oh that i'm sorry that yeah you know that that happened yeah not well don't walk over in that area yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's a simple solution or just do, do you, this thing yeah or yeah. just being like well i got another flower right here it's fine you know it's yeah. it's, it's trying to stay in that moment and, and really focus on that but then that's good practice too to be able to do that with the yeah. kids yeah you know yeah I, I um I, I i know that even for me and uh and soph that you know very very close mm-hmm. right and but I, i've had conversations with her where you know i've told her like you give me an issue and i'm trying to solve it take my advice and go solve yeah. it and those <laughs> kids at school that are saying those things yeah you got to go and do this you know and yeah. i think i'm helping and I might actually be helping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might, yes. um, I, I think it's good advice, but at the same time, like she needs to be, she needs to be heard. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you're, if I just jump into salt problem solving right now, that's not validating anything that she's, yeah. she's feeling. I might think so because I recognize yeah. that it's a thing that, sh- that you're going through. And I could say, Oh, I went through that exact same thing. I know, I feel, I yeah. feel you, but I'm not showing yeah. it. my actions aren't showing yeah i'm just turning into advice man and... <laughs> yeah i know i think that a lot of things that we are doing and practicing 
are good examples for the kids, but also helping us and communicating with them, even just this practice of us saying the thing. You know, there are certain ones of the kids who will clam up and shut down and not say the thing and trying to show them how we're doing that, but also be like, hey, we know that that's hard, but it's going to go so much better for you if you just tell us what's going on or tell us what you're thinking about. And so I feel like there are so many more ripple effects this time around of us being better parents because of the way we are conducting our relationship that has a huge effect on everything and how we're all coming together and... Yeah, and even just something you said to me the other day where, and I still catch myself, I think I've probably even done it in this podcast episode, but where I say, like, your kids are my kids, Mm -hmm. and you said, well, when are we going to just start calling them like our kids. No, like, I no you that. didn't say that. What did you say? I said, Where'd... cut that out, Kiel. Let him say the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave this all in here. It's, it's natu- natural. It's, um, it, it was, you did a good job of trying. And I just said, <laughs> I said, I said, where do we draw the line on that? Yeah. You know, where's when, cause you could do it with everything. Yeah. When is it yours and mine instead right. of, just referring to them as our kids, the yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Or those kids. Those kids. Yeah. Those, those people. Kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've done it even to a certain extent with like our possessions and, oh, yeah. you know, just saying more like, oh, this is our thing. And those are all just little steps towards where we're going and changing that language and that understanding of things. And, and for the kids, too so yeah, it's it's all I, uh, there's so much power in in how we verbalize everything yeah so much you know if i twist this i can't it's i can't be vulnerable i can't be vulnerable it's so hard it's the hardest thing in the world to be vulnerable yeah. it's challenging yeah. it's, it's that's true it's challenging i'm working on it i'm getting better yeah you know um but the, it's it's all those Try to work on it with the kids too. That yeah. um, not so. We try to focus on negative self talk. You know, I yeah. I suck or you know, like, yeah. no, no, no. Even yeah. if they are yeah. not good, at the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but changing the the perspective on it or right. telling them like, but you you don't suck at it. You might not like how you are doing right now, but you can get better at it. And, right. I'm working know. on. I'm working yeah. on this thing, or however we can try to figure out how to word that in a different way for for their mental space you know Um, and some are some are more open to it than others (laughs) yeah (laughs) well we got a lot of personalities that we're working with here blending families is um is it's fun (laughs) (laughs) yes that word it's fun it's 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 um especially when you consider you know everybody's situation is different but yeah you know our schedules and yeah um you know the kind of like the back and forth and the random things that happen from here to there and stuff and so um you all the buckets yeah to fill yeah you know um and it's you get i think in the past i would get lost in trying to focus on got to fill that bucket got to fill that bucket got to fill that bucket um, as opposed to uh, starting, you know, here 
mm-hmm. first. Yeah, you with know? yourself. Right. Yeah. Not so much that their buckets don't matter. Or yeah. Like, I'm going to do all my fun stuff before I ever get to you. Yeah. But just no. making sure that I'm in a place to be able to mm-hmm. do that. And yeah. also, this the big word here, grace. Yeah. Of, of understanding that if I didn't get, if I didn't do as good of a job as I thought I needed to, then that's okay too. Because yeah. we're not always going to be perfect. Right. Run four minute miles every single day. You know? yeah. yeah. So it's, it, uh, it, we just do the best we can in those moments. Um, yeah. and then not beat ourselves up for yeah not doing so well. And really recognizing like that difference that when we are pouring into ourselves we're making sure that our stuff is taken care of and we're looking out for those things for each other i think that's a big thing i know you do for me a lot you'll see when i'm like ragged or giving up a lot of my ways that i would take care of myself and you see them and you put a stop to it and you make sure that i get my bath or whatever you know which means so much to me i think us looking out for each other is a big part of that but I think the more we pour into ourselves and make sure we're doing okay and we pour into our relationship there it's just overflow that then has been spilling onto the kids and helping to fill those buckets right and our happiness too like when we are super down and stressed and frustrated and our relationship has tension and that just it's like a black hole of everything and filling those buckets and all of that. It's so much harder. And they see it. And they see when we are happy. And when we are in love. And when we are, like, finding joy in things. Even when it's hard. Not that we don't have those moments. But I think even just, like, little things. There have been nights where we both are like, we just want them in bed. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just want to be done for tonight. We want to, like, be able to hang out for a little while or, you know, just, like, have some time. Right. And to be able to look at each other and be like, we both know we're, like, done tonight. But you go and be, like, happy at your house and I'll go be happy at mine and we will end the night well for right. each other. And... I don't know that I would have done it on my own without you saying like, hey, let's go end it well. Let's not show them that we're frustrated. Let's just, you know, like do a good job with them. And when you go into it with that mental shift, I mean, it's just a choice. Right. But when you go into it with that mental shift and we both walk back into our houses and like aren't just frustrated and everybody just get to bed. But we actually like listen to them. I feel like it actually ends up going faster than it would if I come in aggravated. Right. And and everybody like goes to bed on a good note. And I also don't feel worse because I'm just like unleashed on everyone because I just want them to go to bed and. It's those little ways that we are able to support each other that I feel like make a huge difference in our parenting and our days and our perspective on things. That when I'm just on my own, it's it's a lot harder to do that. Yeah, it is. I think that I'm going to circle back to what you were saying, but the time of separation, you know, I think that that's kind yeah. of what I know yeah. for myself. I was like this in and out black hole. Yeah. Of, and then when it, when I would, I'd put on the mask of, mm-hmm. hey, everything's fine. Let's go do some fun stuff. You know, yeah. I think that they could sense that it was, you know, just fake leather. You know, yeah. It didn't feel right. Yeah. And so they, they, you know, they they would catch on to that and, you know, they saw the up and down um, and to be able to 
be not carry that stuff around or let that go or you and I come together and you know we you know it's two more hours and we say hey yeah. it's two yeah. more hours you know it's two more hours yeah. we got this two more hours because yeah. it's and it's hard it is it's hard it's uh, being a parent is not easy and you know the the we we do the best with what we were provided or shown and some yeah. of us were given better guidelines than others yeah. <laughs> um but we you know we just operate the best that we can and try to try to learn the mis- learn from the mistakes that we the best we can and um it's always out of love and even when we're frustrated it's out of love um and you know we all have those burnout blow up moments where it's like oh my goodness yeah you know, why'd you put the fork right here the fork doesn't <laughs> go there um but it's you know for them they pop in and out for moment to moment and you know if it's one kid and you know at 5 30 the next kid's at 5 40 and one of somebody's <laughs> at 5 45 by the time you hit 6 10 and you're on somebody else yeah you know they haven't seen and they weren't there for all the other different situations yeah. and you know nor should they be yeah and they, you know that's a that's a place of trying to stay in tune to remember as well as that hey you know they they they're just being kids and you know it's yeah. not their job to yeah. pay attention to all this other stuff that's going on you yeah. know and I know I've fallen into that where I'm like do you not just see what happened for the past thirty minutes with your brother my <laughs> yeah. goodness you know um, and you know being able to let that go and where you're how you're saying like all these things that we're doing you know this trickle effect happens in there too yeah you know for us we come together we got this you know two hours or whatever, you know, we got 45 minutes, you know, there's just this much more time. Uh, and then we really try to take advantage of that. And then like you, that spills off into, to even those moments with, with the kids separated, you know, um, some happens with one because they're kids and something always happens, (laughs) you know, but you're able to separate that. And then in my mind anyways, I'm like, okay, so that's done now. Okay. So 25 minutes with, (laughs) with, okay, I'll just stay right here. Yeah. You know, then, um, it becomes much more focused energy. Yeah. And I think they feel it. Yeah. I think they definitely feel it. I mean, I think that there's still a ton of ups and downs and, you know, life. There's just always going to be a lot of life. But I do think there is a certain sense of calm this time. More just like, okay, everybody, you know, take a deep breath, let it out. We're all just here. We're all just in this together. It doesn't all have to be hyped up all the time. It doesn't all have to be like, what's the next thing? Or how are we doing this? Or how are we blending this together? We're all just here. Right. And I think that's been a refreshing place to be and a lot less pressure in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. We're all just here. And we all love each other, and we're all just going to do the best that we can. Right, right. But if something yeah. fun happens, then it happens. So yeah. The other night we were doing um, Gartic Phone. Yeah. Gartic Phone, and uh, what was the... Uh... Which is like everybody plays on their own device, but you play together basically a game of telephone. Yes. Yeah. If, if you... if. Uh... That it's not it's not my personal sponsor. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Gartic Phone. Uh, so Gartic Phone, G A R T I C Phone, P H O N E dot com. There's a cool like telephone style of game that you can play with just a bunch of mobile devices. And you, basically, the way it starts out is just like telephone. If you were to say a phrase to the next person, they say it to the next person, they say it to the next person. You see what it looks like at the very end. You do it with pictures, and so yeah. everybody writes down a sentence or something whatever it is you know it could be a flying elephant um, and then the next person will get that phrase and they have to draw it on their phone and do the best they can to draw this flying elephant when it goes to the next person after that they have to guess what the picture is 
and then so on and so forth. And yeah. so by the time you get to the results, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, the kids loved it. Yeah. That, that was that was a t- that was a ton of fun, and it's nice to. It's it's almost like dinners. You know, you make, yeah. We make we make a dinner, and if everybody likes it, awesome. We keep we're gonna yeah. save that one. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't, then we're gonna power through it, and we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna put like, that in the make recipe. Make it anyway. well known, guys. It was just trying it. Right. Just trying it. Just, it's okay if it doesn't work out. Then we'll do something else next time. We're right. not committed to this recipe forever. <laughs> it's funny how kids will do that. Like, oh, yeah. this isn't good. Yeah. Like oh, I was just. I don't know if I'm trying to get five star <laughs> approval every yeah. night. So. Yeah. We're just. There's a lot of you, and I'm trying to feed you all the time. So yeah. I just, think we do a good job. I think we do too. Yeah, I think yeah. we do a way better job than they realize. Yeah, that we and do. I, I, and I don't mean to sound like the, you know that person, but I mean yeah. I had, I had toast with cream corn yeah, on it. Exactly. That was dinner. Yes. You know, but, there's a lot of tuna casserole in my yeah, day. Was, my, yeah. I remember I remember walking up to the stove so many times, and you just see like 15 eggs, and then that can of refried beans about to oh. get dropped in there. And and for me, I was like, oh, yum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, chip beef on toast? That's what we're having tonight? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So when, you know, and then they get these. These are pretty but, cool meals. Yeah, pretty pretty good meals. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. they enjoy. It. I think they appreciate yeah. it too. We joke. Yeah, we, we joke about them. Yeah, but there's definitely. I think that they are almost. This is kind of like going off the rails, but they are almost more game for us just making like the same five things oh, yeah. every single week. Oh, yeah. And we're more the ones we're like, we could have some variety here. Oh, yeah. like, we don't yeah. have to have chili and tacos and hamburgers right. and pizza right. every single week. Right. <laughs> like, I, I want that. Well, I want, I do think that it's nice for them to be able to explore the palate and yeah. you know, find some new flavors and stuff. And yeah. you know, we've seen different, you know, different folks that like some spicy stuff. Other people just kind of stay away. Yeah, you know, um, but I think the stay awayers have gotten better than they oh, used yeah. to be. Oh yeah, I and mean, we had the charcuterie, right? Yeah, I yeah. think that that's, if if you have not, I'm speaking to the people. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> if you have not had a charcuterie night with your kids, if you haven't had a charcuterie night with your partner, definitely do that. Yeah. But um, charcuterie night with your kids, I think, is such a great way of prom- like getting them to you know ex- explore their options on their own and their yeah. curiosities. Um, and we, I, we put together a nice little, you did. I, you I did. did, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went so one on that one. Yeah. <laughs> you did. It was amazing. You guys, there are pictures on my Instagram of it and it's like you had salami roses and all kinds of things. It, uh, it was, was amazing. Fun. It was fun to put together, but the, you know, the, you, you do all that and then you throw in some sauces or some dips yeah. and you know, the, the idea of, you know, eating a fruit, with a meat at and the, cheese and a mustard or right. yeah. a grape with a piece of cheese. What are you crazy? Why am I yeah. going to eat that? You know? Yeah. And then, you know, they try, they try it and then it is good. Yeah. You know, or it's not good yeah. either way. When they finally say, they say it is good. Oh, I like that. Okay. You like that now. Cool. Now yeah. try this. Oh, I don't like that. Perfect. Now you don't, you don't like that. Yeah. You know? No. And it was a one bite thing. Right. Like, you're you're not out anything. Right. Try something different for the next bite. And then like, they, they start to learn that, like, it's okay to not like something. They don't go, blah, you know, throw it up all over the place. Yeah. They just go, oh, yeah, I didn't like that. Okay, let me try something else. And they yeah. just, you know, as, and so I think that that's, that's cool and fun. And I, you know, there's a bunch of different ways that uh, wings is another yeah. place I like to try that. Yeah. You could do a bunch of different sauces. You could do it with sliders. Yeah. But charcuterie, I think, is by far one of the simplest ways of just, like, 
just start yeah. throwing stuff together. Well, what am I supposed to do? There's no rules. That's yeah. the beauty of it, right? And they think it's fun, Yeah, too, they're eating so. off a big board. There's, yeah. you know... We all do it around the coffee table. We just yeah. all kind of clamor around there, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And that really started out of us going on a date and going to a place that had a charcuterie board, and I did not know you would be such a connoisseur. And I was so like, oh, wow, look at him. Like, And you got me to try things that I was hesitant to try and oh, didn't yeah. even it's want fun. to try. It's and, fun. Yeah. What, is, what did those things taste like together? I don't know. Let's yeah. check it out. Yeah. Yeah, some of the most bizarre pairings of whatever yeah. it is that's on there could be amazing. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I could go into all kinds of other things just about how we're even... I feel like trying to prioritize time for us differently than we have in the past. Like dates, whether they're... We went out for a day date the right. other day, which was the first time we'd really done that kind of this time around, this 2.0 version, I feel like realizing like, hey, we have old enough kids to right. like babysit or stay on their own. And we don't have to bring the kids along to everything. Like right. it's actually healthy for us to have time, just the two of us and to do that, which I think has been harder for us to do in the past, especially right. because I think of the parenting plan and the parenting schedule, they're always coming and going. Right. And so you feel like when you have them, you've got to invest in them. You've got to be there and you've got to, you know, it's like you're constantly helping them reacclimate to being back with you or right. getting them ready to go. Right. And so you, you feel like you have to be there all the time. But I think this time just being like, no, it's actually good for them when we are taking care of our relationship too and okay. spending that focused time on each other and not feeling guilty about it and enjoying ourselves. And I think that that is a, a really healthy thing for us to be doing this time around too. Huge. It's, it's, it's challenging sometimes, even when, you know, they're not here, you know, or if they, you know, if somebody's not there to yeah. feel guilty of doing something, even when they're not around. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and, and accepting the fact that, Hey, it's okay. I'm allowed to go and do yeah. something, yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to, cause I don't know how, but even, you know, prior to 2.0, I don't know how far back it, it's gone that, you know, um, so if Anthony would be, you know, gone and I would get up and then go to the gym and then go home. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. You know, there was, and, that, and that's just because maybe in my mind, I'm like, well, the gym's okay to go to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, outside yeah. of that, I don't think I'm, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not allowed. Yeah. Um, or I'm not allowed to have fun. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, cause there, and there's been times too, where you know, kids come back and they, oh, you did what? Yeah. You know, and they'll call you out on it. Yeah. And yeah. then you feel you're like, oh, well, yeah, I did go to do that thing yeah. yeah maybe i should no it's yeah no, yeah i did it was awesome we're, we and it's cool because now i know that we can all go there yeah you know or it did and it's awesome and it's a crazy cool adult place that you can go to when you're an adult so. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah or and sometimes it's been like pointing out to them too which is hard like hey did you go do stuff without me yeah you did and that's okay <laughs> yeah. it's okay that you did that and you had fun and right. you enjoyed yourself and and this is our weird life that we have, and this is the way it worked out, and that's not always ideal, but I want you to have a good time when you're not with me, and it's okay for me to have a good time when I'm not with you, and it's a weird, hard thing. And I don't ever want them to have fun if I'm not around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> I feel it. <laughs> I'll one up the fun all the time. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it's it it is. It, I think it's a hard thing for everybody to to understand. But but even more so if they are here and we're like, oh, hey. Yeah. The two of us are going to go do something fun oh, without yeah. you, yeah. even though you're here. Yeah, the faces just drop. You're yeah, what? Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, it could be a walk around the block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they were totally immersed in something else and didn't really care about, but right. all of a sudden they feel left out. But regardless, I think it's it's good for us to do, even if they. <laughs> pour on the guilt and right. really, you know, go for it. But I mean, even just, I went somewhere with my parents this past weekend and that I realized it was really the first time I have ever just left them because in the past I'd always do stuff when I didn't have kids on the weekend, but right. I don't ever have weekends where I don't have kids right now. Right. And so I've got to do something at some point. And I left Roman in charge and then you were around later in the evening. But I mean, luckily he's awesome and he was totally cool about it and he made them dinner and he did the dishes and like, that was great. But there was still this like, they're here. I don't feel like I should be going and doing something. You know, it was, it was actually really hard for me, but I think it's a practice that we have to get into because they are getting older and they're going to keep moving on and doing things without us. And it's important that our relationship sustains even as they grow up and go out in the world. Right. And I, and I, I think that you need to feel good about doing that stuff. Um, I think I need you to feel good about doing that (laughs) stuff too. Like, like I told you that night, like if you, You need to go and really separate, like go and do that thing and not be here in your mind, yeah. not be thinking of what's going on with the kids or what's happening with me. Yeah. You have to go and do that stuff. That way, when you come back, you do actually miss us or you want to be around you, right? Because <laughs> yeah. then you did leave. If you're just here in your, with your, in your mind the whole time, then you never left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to build up and you're not going to really enjoy yourself anyway. So you have to be able to go and do that stuff and, and yeah. be able to get away. Yeah. But I do think it's, it's, it's not just going to happen like that. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit of, you know, yeah. getting used to and learning that it's okay. And also by seeing yeah. actions of the people around you, when you come home and the kids are like, Hey, yeah. let's play a game. If you know, um, yeah. as opposed to where have you been, yeah. you know, yeah. or this is if you came back and I was like, Oh, did you have fun? Yeah. Was it a good time? You know, yeah. then immediately you're not going to feel good about it. Well, and for you to not be like, when are you being, when are you going to get back? And you need to come back as soon as that's over. And, you know, like you. Uh, I don't think I could (laughs) say something like that. No, I know. (laughs) I know. But that there is always that like lingering pressure in the back of my head. And for you to have the approach to it that you did of like, go enjoy yourself, come back when you come back and we'll be happy when you are, you know, like that is a huge shift for me to not feel that guilt or that pressure. And, and I did just want to like get back and be with you guys and enjoy the rest of the evening with you guys. And so it's, it's all healthy shifts, even if they're hard to make. Right. So yeah, and I, I and, and um, yeah, I think that circling back to what you you said, I th- I, I don't mind saying that to like Soph or you know, <laughs> and one of the kids. What time are you gonna be back? Well, yeah, you, you be you school's out. You come straight here. Right? Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, you, I, you, you go. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I, I hear you too. It, it's you know the you know, stuff that happens, and yeah, you know, and so like, like I was saying, take a little bit of time, some practice, yeah, actually trying it, yeah, you know. But not going crazy. No. Yeah. Well, most of the like, time I want to do it with you is the thing. This <laughs> right. was like trial run, but next time it's you and I on a date, not me and my parents, <laughs> which yeah. would be nice. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So we've covered a lot of ground. Thank you for coming on. Go. Thank you for having me. I hope you'll come on again. Okay. <laughs> you don't think I was too weird? I didn't say that too unnatural <laughs> no no it's it's uh, that, it's a projection yeah i i've not done this before i do other things yeah yeah i yeah present and teach and stuff and yeah this is just different format different format yeah but you'll come back yeah i'm gonna practice <laughs> so when i come back i might be a little bit a little bit what i hope not you were good. Different voice and... Oh, weird. Uh, speak... No. <laughs> Hello. All of a sudden, you're oh. British. All right. Righto. <laughs> well, I love you. I love you, too. Thanks for coming on. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> and participating in the other stuff, too. Yeah. You want to be on... Instagram more and all the places. Yeah, you can catch me on Patreon. Yeah. People should definitely go to patreon.com slash live well together if you want like the really juicy details of he kept alluding to the night he came back. It was a thing, guys. It was, it was a thing. It was a big thing. So we actually came on a video live and for about an hour talked about what all of that was. And it it was I mean I think it was a movie moment. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. A, I would, they, that just kind of happened. Yeah. I, I didn't even think that we were going to be. I yeah. didn't know what we were going to talk about, but yeah. Um, yeah, we just rolled he with was it. Like I'm coming for you, though, that night. So, if you want to hear the story, go over to Patreon. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> All right. I will talk to you as soon as this is over okay it's one of the few podcasts i've recorded in the same room with someone so it's weird that's it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed having nick on the show with me today bit of a departure from what we've ever done in the past but it was so fun to be able to have him on and just get really real about some of the good parts and hard parts and things that we're working on together and I'm just so excited that I finally got to have him on for all of you to meet. So as we mentioned, everything will be linked in today's show notes. You can go to MackenzieCoppa.com slash podcast and find everything there from this episode and all of our past episodes. But you can also just swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the episode on and find it there. But you can also just swipe up in whatever 
whichever app you are listening to the episode on and find all of the links right there for you to be able to utilize for that game that we were playing and also to my Amazon list if you want ideas for back to school, skincare, makeup, all kinds of different things I have over there on Amazon. It doesn't cost you an extra penny, but it helps push some love back to the show. So you can go to MackenzieCoppa.com slash Amazon to be able to find all of those suggestions and fun things there. All right. If you want to see more of Nick, as we have been saying, you can find him in Patreon at Patreon.com slash LiveWellTogether. We would love to have you join that community. But he is also going to be showing up more on my Instagram and hopefully YouTube soon. You can find me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. I love connecting with you guys there. I love when you break out of the bubble and you go ahead and DM me and we can have a conversation about whatever under the sun, especially about the show. If there was something that you liked or a specific show that you would like to see in the future, a certain topic you would love for me to deep dive on, I want to hear. I want to know. So many of these comments are things that drive future episodes of the show and it's just so helpful for me when I hear what you guys are interested in hearing about. So get a hold of me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening week after week after week and being subscribers to Live Well Anyway. I love having you guys here and it never fails to be an honor to me that you allow me in your earbuds or over your car radios every single week. All right, until next week, ladies, go be bold and gracious. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.